from the bowels of gentrified Brooklyn. In the heart of Medina, you're listening to the Bean Pie Chronicles podcast, the voice of the African-American Muslim community, who we affectionately refer to as the Bean Pie community. Here on the Bean Pie Chronicles, we're committed to bringing you straight talk, critical analysis, and the diversity and thought on American culture and politics, and a glimpse into the everyday lives of the extraordinary men and women that make up the Bean Pie community. So kick off your leather socks and unpin your head wrap. The Bean Pie Chronicles is now on the air. Take it back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, all right. We're on. Welcome. Assalamu alaikum to the family. We this is another edition, the third installment of Bean Pie Chronicles. You know what I'm saying? Founded by no other than you know resident bean pie scholar. We all founded it. You know, Brother Idris. Assalamu alaikum, how's everyone doing? Yes, sir, I am Brother Fahim, the co-host. Yes. And we know we have some, uh, you know, wonderful guests uh, this evening, Saturday. We usually do it on Sundays, but uh, Saturday, you know, we're, we're blessed to be here, and um, we'll talk about a lot of things. We took we took a little bit of time off too. We apologize for we didn't go in the month of uh, January. So this is February 2nd. Uh, we're still working on the format. I mean, what we do know right now, today we're going live for the first time. Yes, sir. So that's a new uh, wrinkle. My um, usual bro- co-host, uh, Sister Ruby, is not in today. She had a little dental work being done, but, you know, all prayer, prayer uh, praise. I mean, prayers up for Sister Ruby. Hopefully she, you know, things went well. Shout out to Ruby. And we'll see her uh, the next episode. Uh, in her stay, uh, well, our actual guest for today is Sister uh, Medina Sadiq. Um, she's um, she's a you know woman of uh, a lot of what you want to call that talents and history. But um, she's currently the um, executive director for the Hairstyle Gateway Bid, um, and she's also uh, the president of her own uh, organization, Consulting Firms. Um, She's she's a lawyer. She's she's uh, I mean very pertinent to this discussion. She's a first resurrection, raised in the nation of Islam. Um, So she has a lot of history, and also she's uh, spent. She's a Sunni Muslim for how long? community and in, in Brooklyn in particular um, and he's going to sit in today 
Um, hopefully he'll be on his best behavior. Like he promised me, I'm gonna have to kick him under the table a couple times. Things <laughs> 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 get a little bit out of hand. Um, our normal format, we usually start off by like going through current events, and you know, last month because we weren't around last month, we didn't get a chance to chime in on R. Kelly and all the craziness and mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. But because of time, I think we'll uh, just go on today. Today we were. Um, sort of uh, decided to, we were to- uh, it was a toss up, you know, we were gonna go hard on some uh, controversial, you know, talk toxic masculinity right. in the African American community. Sister Medina told me to fall back, said, Please. Please. <laughs> she Don't said, she said, she said, there's no such thing. Exactly. Right, right, so we, so we decided to like, maybe, I'm, th- I'm sure that'll leak in. I'm sure that I'm sure it'll right. leak in because it's, it's bubbling and it's a, and it's an issue, right? You don't know how that is. It's, right. it's the way you look at that because we're all human beings. Who's to say one has more toxicity than others? Okay. That's not nice. That's not. Okay. We're gonna get into. It. I, right. I, I can go. We can Moving go closer, the brother. Juice, because you want to be in the, you be in the camera. Brother. Oh, up here. And your son is watching you right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> That's what's up. Shout out to your bro. Um, but what we decided to discuss. Um, you know, I got a phone call the other day. A uh, good friend of mine, the brother I grew up with, uh, Bilal Roberson out there in North Carolina. Hope he's uh, watching this show. Uh, he called me like, listen, man, um, I have, my, you know, him and his brother, childhood friends. Between them, they have like seven daughters. And they like, yo, we, don't, we, we have an issue, man. We don't have any solid brothers to marry our daughters to. You know, and... Um, so that got me to thinking, like, who do I who do I know? You know, my man Fahim is the most eligible bachelor in Brooklyn right now. Peace, <laughs> peace. Holla at me. Right. In a halal way. You taking applications, brother? Taking applications. In a halal way. In a halal way. Yeah, suave, brother. You know, and um, but it's it's really an issue. And so what we I wanted to bring to the table was, you know, where are the qualified brothers? You know, and and I and I put qualified in air quotes because that's really an issue of contention like what is qualified or what does qualified mean how would that entail you know and I think that um, for me and you know Brother Fahim we have a lot of conversations about what qualified means uh, in, in regards to this uh, discussion because we're of the opinion that um, brothers as well as sisters right. need to qualify themselves for marriage you know I'm 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 a very big proponent of um, selective selective mating. Yes. Like so, like the song said, you know, don't trust a big button to smile and right, all that. Right. We we go with that 100. percent And 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 it's, you know, for the brothers' side, it's like for the sister, don't trust the dude with a nice uh, belt belt buckle like the young shorties now. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he got nice he got a nice fit. Don't trust a nice outfit. Right. And brother got waves and all that. And, 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 and that qualifies and that's the you know, or even brother got a big bed and such tomorrow, you know. What is qualified? You know, so uh, that's the table that's the conversation that we're going to table today and um hopefully, you know, I know Sister Medina I'm shaking my head because I think that, you know, qualified is such a big topic. I mean, and everybody's opinion is different. Some some people would say all the brother has to do is be able to, you know, have a job or, you know, not not fight with the women. But 
think we still have to use some of the old school ways where there's other people involved in the selection. Like right. those brothers are looking for their daughters. There has to be somebody that helps in the selection, no matter what people's ages are that are put in there. We need that second opinion on things. Um, I think uh, really what we, you know, for him and for my man to reach out to me and I kind of like going through my roller deck, um, the issue of qualified because if I'm, I can think of a lot of single brothers, right? And to be honest, you know, we're also keeping, for me, we're talking about culturally. So this brother's African-American. I know we're all Muslim and everything. So there's, that opens the door to um, a lot of potential. So to go outside of the African-American paradigm. But for me, and I think for him, we're talking about within the African-American community. So for me, qualified, uh, of course we know Islamically that for the woman to get married or to be eligible to marry this man, woman, you have to be Muslim, right? right? So that cuts down a bunch of people. So it ain't just every, the cool dude and on your block or the nice, right. even the nice dude. You might know some nice guys, some, you know, some nice young men. But you be like, this is a Muslim young girl. I can't just. Man, I wouldn't give my prohibits. Right. You can't. It's wrong. Right. Now, some people even, you know, in the this is America, so I'm sure that there's some people out there who have different opinions of that. There's, right. There's different opinions on either either is that a qualification, pre qualification that you know, if you found a good Christian boy, you found a good, you know, five percent brother. Right. You Ooh. know. Right. So, <laughs> so as long as the guy's good. You know, he has a job, uh, he has a degree or something, you know, that guy might qualify. Right. So, well, I mean, I, I think that our community, you know, specifically the indigenous black Muslim community, but also the large um, so-called African-American community, we have to kind of like revisit what our, our standards and what our expectations are. First, channel through intentions. So... When we look at people in power uh, and how they continue power, they just don't get married all willy-nilly. You know what I'm saying? So they're obviously, you know, choosing people from a particular class one. Um, it may be based on income and or education. Um, but also, um, what do they expect of each, each other? And they have standards. Right. So you don't expect, you know, when we think about families that are powerful in the world, like the Rothschilds and the Carnegies and the Wagners. They're not like shorty look good. Right. Not saying they don't have their dalliances and they may have their, their freak show stuff, but when they talk about continuing a legacy, right. it's just not she look good. But for you know, excuse me for the for the for the Muslim brother who wants see you're saying he has something else on the side mm -hmm. this 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 rich Christian man so mm -hmm. he has to marry because now we understand marriage is a contract mm -hmm. right even in Islam and then outside of Islam it's still a contract you have agreed mm -hmm. to split yourself in half with somebody which you know that concept is not an Islamic concept right right <clears throat> but you in, in in this country you agree to that right so now for us as Muslims this man is expected to get everything he needs at home. He doesn't. He can't just marry somebody because of the fact that she's in a certain family. Right. That's right. what we say. Right. However, 
we know that in other parts of the world outside of African American communities, right. people make those arrangements all the time and they're seeing, you know, I've been married like that in an arrangement where mm -hmm. people laid it out on paper. This one has this much education, mm -hmm. this much savings, this many, you know, situations in their past and they put it together right. and, and, and help you figure, you know, support right. it. Right. But for people who are older, now if you're talking about young people who've never been married before, that's one thing. When people are older, they're getting married for different reasons. Sometimes to bring communities together, sometimes to bring families with money together, politics. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So so especially for a second marriage, let's say, people make different choices. And so what makes a person prepared or ideal to be married depends on that family. So I have a daughter that's going to be 17. I'm beginning to have this conversation with her. Some people would say that's too young. But in my upbringing, that's the age. Yes. Getting ready to graduate from high school, let's have that conversation. Right. Or you are not living here. Right. 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 And I don't want her to marry um, someone that's not Muslim. But I don't care if she marries someone that's not in the culture. Because for me, we my background, we come we're from different islands and and I, you know, I know what it is to go to a place and you don't know anything about. They speak in English, but they're not talking your language. And you work it out. They're human beings just like you are. Right. And the the the, the example of the Prophet Islam was to go to different ethnic groups, and he suggested that and gave that as an example. He married. He married Christian women. He married women from different families mm -hmm. to bridge gaps. Yes. And so we have to look at what are you getting married for? Are you only marrying to make family? Are you getting married for so-called love? Right. What are you getting married for? Brother Jesus, we have a, a comment from one of our uh, uh, people checking checking us out. Right. Um, one of the readers of First Salams to Sister Taisha. She said, um, this is a good question. I think he, the brother, needs to have the intention to marry, his own ambition and understanding of the goals of marriage. So, discussion, thoughts. And let me just say this, just because you're Muslim doesn't mean you have the same idea of what is marriage. That's and true. And doesn't that's very true. mean that you have the same idea of being Muslim. Mm -hmm. That's, that's you know, very, so absolutely, that, absolutely. You know, um, you know, the whole, and the reading that we, um, as thanks to Sister Taish for the uh, input. Um, the reason that we spoke about and mentioned qualified as um, as in air quotes is because the idea and notion of qualification a lot of times is overlooked in our community. So a lot of the issues that you were talking about, like there's an intent for marriage, right? And so when you have an intent for marriage, then that's where those qualifications come up. Mm -hmm. And so, far too often, people in our community, I, I believe it has a lot to do with class, you know, so so people of, let's say, a higher echelon move in a certain way because they understand the consequences of their actions. So, marrying someone has consequences based upon what that person is bringing to the table. So a brother, for instance, who a family that invest in their children, they send their children to the best of school, they expose them to set children to the best of uh, you know culture, um, they view them with a certain amount of etiquette and, and understanding from an Islamic standpoint, you know, 
say you grew up in a female LGBT type community or a, a Southern type of community. Those um, communities have their own distinct sort of like values and, and way that they operate. Even though it's all Islam, they if you put two people from those two communities together, there's going to be clash because potential for clash, more potential for clash uh, absolutely. than two people that they both come from the WBT but they have certain similar uh, values, similar interpretations and emphasis on what is important. But it still goes back to why they're getting married. Right. A lot of people who live in this country, no matter what their religion is, are stuck on that notion that you get married for love. Right. And so, and, and so, as Muslims, we learn to grow love, right? To grow into love, not to fall into love. But if you are in that environment and you accept that notion, you're going to have a problem with the qualifications. Right. In the first place, whatever his qualifications are, will be coming after because this is looking for love. Right. And now, how do Muslims get that in a halal way? I'm right. not sure. Right. And so I think that that's part of the conflict that people go into the into the the, the, the contract because it's a contract. Right. They go into the contract looking for different things. And right. I know in my own experience, I see myself as coming from a WD background, right? And then I married into another Islamic community, mm-hmm. and I. I was so shocked. I'd be calling my Omi in the middle of the night, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> because it is so different from one side of the street to the other. Right. And you're talking about making family with people. And since we don't go and live with people before we marry them, so now here we go. You, you know, now you're getting to know stuff. And now, how do you keep that going? And so, what are the qualifications? And if you've never been married before, you don't know this person intimately, how do you even know what really are the qualifications? It's not a resume. Right. Well, I mean, that's why within the Islamic tradition, you do have a wali, right? And you do have, there is a system within the tradition that is uh, intended to address these things. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, for within our community, that person, you know, is, is maybe not trained properly, or uh, a lot of times it's like, Hook up like wink, wink. Uh, you know, you're not real. You know, if it, if, it, if the if I'm friends with the potential groom, I'm not gonna throw him under the bus and be like, yo, this is my man. He's a good guy. You know, so so it all depends on, you know, uh, again, the responsibility of the wali. That person's job is to do that, do that research, right. right? And but I think what has happened a lot in our communities, for instance. Um, there's sort of like uh, the thing I hear a lot because we talk about this whole issue of love is that you know when two people are of age and they have an interest there's a hadith like you know that two people are of age and they have an interest it's better to allow them to get married than it is to be a stickler for um, for vetting like you know his qualifications or their qualification, but you don't want to tell them no, and then they go and then commit the ass. Why can't they just have like a mutual marriage? We don't do that on this side. Uh, we don't do this over here. We don't. We don't do that weekend marriage. We were just we talking about that last night. <laughs> no weekend marriage. She said that. <laughs> right, right, right. I have right. no problem. She with said it. that. Hey, I'm in total hey. control of myself. I have no right. problem with it. But <laughs> she said that. Oh, we'll be back after commercial break. <laughs> 
<laughs> we we here at Beat Pride Chronicles. Do that. <laughs> Like a Suli man. Yeah. Oh. Shout out to my man Suli man. <laughs> this guy right here. That's why I said turn his mic off, man. Exactly. If he says one thing, it is calling names out and everything. Wow. Oh, come on. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, so, it's an option. For most people, it's not. I mean, within, you know, the, for, it, it is. It is. It is. I mean, the whole Muta thing. We were talking about that the other day. Yes. Because yeah. we do know that, again, here's the issue. The issue is creating um, healthy situations where the principles of Islam are being practiced and therefore it's a healthy situation. So for us as African Americans, a lot of us coming from, like you said, we're in the West. Where people say, you marry for the love and you fall in love, you can't control who that. They say, you know, right. uh, you love who you love. You know, so that's how we get all to all kind of that 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 idea of you love who you love is sort of the mantra or the 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 idea behind a lot of different couplings, you know, somebody, I might fall in love with this jaw, you know, right, right. you love who you love, kind of thing. And um, so... But if people value their lives enough, right. and their futures enough, you can't afford to just love anybody. Right, so I don't, I don't think that that's a healthy... See, this is the thing, and you know, like I said, Brother Fahim, we always in these type of discussions, we reference conversations that we have off, off the air. Um, the elite of this Western environment, this Western society, practice a different type of existence yes. than what is promoted to the commoners. The commoners Absolutely. are taught through Disney, through media, yes. through mm -hmm. yes. uh, uh, um, you know, popular culture to indulge in dangerous behavior. Mm -hmm. And the elite in this particular society, they do not care about the common person. So not only do they not care, but they project those type of ideas to them so that they can keep them destabilized and keep them um, easily victimized. And, 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 and so they set up that barrier. So it's like, okay, you can do that, you know? But when the queen, uh, queen uh, Prince Charles get married, you know, they're gonna check that person. They're gonna do, a, and, and, and not only that, that person who they marry is going to have to get taught how they behave. Exactly. You know, you're going to have right. to go to class to learn how to, how to, you become one of us now. We didn't become one of you. Right. You know, so they maintain their values and their class through societies and socials or whatever. So really what we're talking about is the behavior of commoners. It's the behavior of commoners to just go to college and some guy that you know wears nice cologne and whatever, and that's the dude who you who, who give your who life you to, get, who you you know give your life. Right, to. you sign a contract and say everything I have is his. Right, you know. But you know, when I was graduating from law school, one of my professors was a Muslim sister, an African American Muslim sister, and she said to me, she said, "Okay, now you're graduating. Now you don't go to those blue collar ministries." Like, there's a blue collar one and a white collar mm. I, I had never heard anybody say something like that mm. but people, Muslims are talking this way mm. and are ta calling other Muslims unlettered and you know phrases like that mm -hmm. that you know you'd be surprised so that's what, you know, I, I believe in that that's a little yeah, absolutely I, I mean there, there's I, I've had com no, I'm with that. no uh, there, I've had conversations you know mainly with you know with sisters 
where they won't attend certain, you know, massages because of the rough and tumble element. You know what I'm saying? That it, that exists. You go to the you know, where everybody's daggone inmate. Right. You know, Ex-inmate. every inmate ain't, ain't, ain't Malcolm X. You know what I'm right. But, you know, you don't want to go there because he's there. You got to marry him because he's there. Well, the likelihood. You're going to, you know, that's you, right. the likelihood of that's where you're going to, you know, so if you meet someone in college and you guys are in biology class or whatever, right. that's, you're on the same trajectory. You have similar values. The guy that's in jail or on the street somewhere, he's on a different trajectory. But you know that sisters every day are confronted with this who am I gonna marry so question. That's what we're talking about. And right. so then yeah, so then the sisters many times do marry their brother and just right. because it's about have having someone. Right. We're all human, right? So right. they just wanna have someone. This is why y'all brothers keep laughing and I'm telling you the Mouton marriage marriage has a purpose in this modern age in this country. Because for women that are concerned about not stepping outside of the halal, right? Well, once you marry him, he's halal to you. And maybe it is just because he's nice looking and you can, you know, make a, a one-month contract or a three-month contract. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll be on vacation for that month and, you know, that. <laughs> Yo, anybody online has anything to say about that, sister... Sister Medina right. has second has twice already in this half an exactly. hour. Twice. Co-signed the Mutar situation. So Two. Anybody, it's not us. It's right. not us right. all the time. Sisters. Sisters. Right. Okay. And if, if anybody, please have any uh, suggestions. To ch- now, we all know our African-American brothers that, that uh, practice Shia Islam. They might be all all on board with that. Right. And, but, um, you know, your traditional Sunni Muslim, uh, your, your traditional uh, brother from the WD community, I don't know if, they're, if that's part of their uh, normal. So, I know a so, lot of them that do it. Right. And they, they, I, I, I know a lot of them that do it. And right. I think that, you know, in their defense, they're doing it not out of just being, you know, nasty brothers. What happens is that people do feel like I want to do this the right way. Right. I know it's, it's not, he ain't qualified. Right. She's not qualified. Right. But I want this. Right. I want to do this. And so, well, we see, have a way what, to do it. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, I, you know, I had invited um my man, uh, Imam Mahmoud uh, from Master Desan to come and visit us. He couldn't make it today. Uh, and because I wanted to, you know, I knew, felt that there was potential, like to like have issues of uh, thick issues, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, brought up, um, but I think that for all of those who uh, may not know what Mutar is, um, Mutar is in a is an is a is a is a practice within Islam. Um, I think it comes out of and see, I won't say nothing, but it comes out of uh, Muslims men in particular traveling and you know engaging in long distance uh maybe even uh, campaigns war campaigns so you might end up i'm in america i live in america i have a wife and family in america maybe not but i'm now i'm in uh i don't know toronto and i'm going to be there for the next uh six, six months. months i'll be right. there for the next six months so what should you and do so i'm you know i'm only human there's nice Canadian ladies around, and so unlike you know in the normal uh, I guess American military status, you just do what you do with the, the neighborhood ladies. Um, in Islam, there's a thing called muta, where you can 
uh, go into a marriage contract with women in that area for a, a point of time. Yes. And once that period is over, then you're no longer married. There's rules regarding like children that come out of that type of arrangement. So it's it's uh it's it's uh, basically temporary. Uh, it's a really temporary marriage that. Um, but see, this is what I'm saying. Like, so is that prostitution? No, I don't want to go there. What I want to say yeah, is come that on now. I, I, <laughs> what I'm going to say is that that is a very particular um, condition. Right. That is not the condition when you're home, where you live. I'm in New York, and I'm in my environment. I don't have nowhere else to go, and I'm not on some distant campaign. I'm Absolutely. in my own neighborhood. Right. I don't know if it's permissible to have Mutar right. women. I don't think so. I don't think it's permissible, but Muslims do. And so this yeah. is the problem. So this is the problem. So here's the problem. That there are a lot of things that Muslims do. And it's odd to do it. That, you know, you can't shape Islam to make it your, what you want to do. Right permissible because right. it doesn't actually work like that. You're only fooling yourself. Right. Right. That's right. So if you are doing something that you have to create this uh fake kind of reality to make it permissible, oh now this is Muta. Right. You're only fooling yourself. Right. You know, so I don't know. I'm I'm the type to say, listen man, I don't fool myself. If you're gonna go in, you know, whatever. There there was a there, there was a uh, a time you know, I used to work in entertainment media and I was at the home of a, a known entertainer whose name I won't mention and this person had a, a book on the table on Muta and you know I understood why this person had the book right because of you know his lifestyle You're famous exactly you might have some Muslim you Muslim right. and if you convince yourself that Muta means that I can make this fornication. Right. right. It, it cleans what's dirty. It's right. Clean exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Then it'll, it, it benefits you. Right. You right. Know? So, you know, we had a discussion about it, but, you know, it's neither here nor there, but I I understood right. why he had that book. You right. know, person is known all over the world, you know, mm -hmm. so, and, you know, women practically throw themselves right. when they see him. So you here's know. the question. So you have brothers who, for all intents and purposes, I've heard all kinds of things. Yeah. You know, right hand possession. I've seen that too. So you have Mutar, you have right hand possession. There's different uh, mechanisms within the um, tradition of Islam that um, are made to address these things. So now, if you put this, these tools, in the hands of brothers, Indigenous black brothers, like my sister Colleen says, not Negroes, but need to grows. <laughs> you give them these tools. Why? What is their incentive to get qualified? Because if That's you tell question. somebody, you can't marry my daughter because you're not qualified. What does qualified mean? Qualified means that you cannot provide the a stability that she needs because that's what women basically want they want stability they want to be able to have stability for them and their children absolutely so if you cannot provide stability economically spiritually or emotionally whatever whatever for their children for 
of this man's daughter at her standards, right? Because here's where the class thing comes in. Right. I have a degree. My wife have. I'm a businessman. I have a house. My daughter has a car. She has purses. Or she goes to school. She's whatever. This is the lifestyle she's accustomed to. You don't have any of those things. You never had any of those things. And you have no way to get any of those things. But for some reason or another, y'all in love. Maybe she likes thugs. My daughter, she likes tough guys. So you right. have your beard gang going. Right. You have your turban. And you have a such them off. Right. She likes that. Right. You know, she's from Philly or something. Right. Right. So Shots fired at Philadelphia. <laughs> so, that wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me either. It was him. It was Cal said that. So, you know. This is this is what being presented. So you say, listen, I'm the adult here in the room. I've invested 15, 20 years, 25 years, 30 years of effort into this young girl and built her up. You do not qualify. Right. Right. What incentive does he have to qualify himself if you have all of these backdoor remedies? I could get Mutal. I can right. get some other bird to uh, Accountability. <laughs> One of my favorite words, and it's on both sides. That's right. It's on both sides. I mean, I'm going to have to dip into uh, my, my Nation of Islam bag. Come on now. So, <laughs> Kelly said, <laughs> please do. Please do. Tiny you know, um, for those of us who were privileged to, you know, be a part of the Nation of Islam or are currently a part of the Nation of Islam, um, there are men's classes called the Fruit of Islam class. And it's through those classes is where brothers are taught how to be men. And not just from a physical military disposition, but also how to be a leader in your home. Also how to be a sensitive, listening man, husband, and father. So what's missing- And sisters, and, and sisters have the MGT class. So what's missing from a lot of our massages is how is classes for both men and women. You know, not saying that there aren't Talims and things of that nature, but for those of us who are descendants of prisons of war, you know what I'm saying, where things were stripped from us, we have to reinstitute structurally culture and norms. And it's just not, you know, the Quran and Sunnah, and there's no context around it. We ha we're a special people, we have a special condition. So we have to actually institute things to teach people how to be a man to teach people how to be a woman and you know I, i've you know i i, I really um i feel you know privileged you know that i actually went through that and though as a young person i was resistant 
to a lot of the instruction, you know, the, the structural controls. As I got older, I saw the, the, I see the benefit of that, and I see what's missing. So, you know, um, though also in addition, there is that, you know, this hadiths about, you know, brothers who, uh, or a good character, but they were poor, and they were sisters that they wanted, you know, sister that they wanted to marry. And um, Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi said, you know, don't let your poverty, you know, be a deterrent. You know what I'm saying? So. At the end of the day, whether a brother uh, is of means or not, though that's very important, sisters should always look at that man's character as a defining principle, whether they want to continue in, you know, in a situation with this person or not. But so the Christians call it being properly yoked, mm. that there's that balance. So it's not <clears throat> only about things, it's also about the respect for things. Do you want things? Mm. Because sometimes you may not have much of nothing, she doesn't have much of nothing, but she's willing to work them two jobs. Right. She wants to buy a right. house and right. she right. wants this and that. She wants a new car, but he doesn't. So the problem is not only if he has. He don't want it if he wants. <laughs> well, Damn. I, you see, I, I didn't Shots say fired. that. <laughs> I didn't say that, but all I'm saying is that you have to we be. Cash brothers. <laughs> you have to be properly yoked. Right. Right. And and want the same things. And I think that that's, that's something right. that we forget to question. Like, you know, we have these little silly things. Um, you know, so what, where do you see yourself in five years? Yes. And, you know, he's like, I'm trying to see myself home tonight. You know, I, I don't know if I got a Metro card. Right, right. So you have to figure, okay, so why do you not have any? Do you not want any? Is, you know, what has happened to you? To right. Well, I, I mean, I think that's the point of brought up, you know, um, a lot of times for us, I mean, what I've experienced is that there's a lack of clarity within the indigenous Muslim community, black Muslim community, about the difference between religion and culture. Because mm. people believe mm. that Islam, Islam is a culture, and Islam is not a culture. Islam is a, a filter through which your culture can be put in, put and record and uh, examine. That's right. So you examine your culture yes. and you rectify your culture. Right. So as African Americans uh, who have been robbed of some of these indigenous um, cultural realities, yes. where so a culture is the thing that allows a people to exist for millennia. So Native Americans, the Chinese, mm -hmm, whatever, mm -hmm. these people have been able to survive. They know. Um, Eskimo, so I have to go over here and catch a sail, and I have to put the fur on, I have to eat this. This is that's their unique culture. Yes. Now, whether they're Muslim or not, whatever their belief system is, is, is it doesn't matter because it, their culture uh, is what kept them alive, right? And, the, and their belief systems and their cosmology sort of comes out of that, right? But so. Islam, that's why Islam can be everywhere. So Islam right, in right. China is not like Islam in Russia. Exactly. It's not like Islam in exactly. Saudi Arabia. It's not like Islam in Africa. Exactly. Except, you know, everybody prays five times a day, exactly. everybody make wudu, you know, blah, blah, blah. But the difference is the culture, right? And so for us as African Americans, we have to know that we are coming from like a sick, almost uh, a, a, a nigger culture. Either you a house nigger or field nigger culture. And we and, all got PTSD. And we all got PTSD. <laughs> Say that. No, right? I'm Say that. So the nation, I feel, in my observation of the different uh, modalities that uh, you know came out of Islam, is the only group that sort of, not sort of, that knew that. And they made a concerted effort to redress the issue of culture. Yes. And, you know, 
the Sunni Muslim community, um, not so much. You know, I mean, there are organizations maybe like uh, MIB that mm -hmm. you know recognize yes. their blackness. Yes. But it's more like a black nationalist kind of thing. Yes. Not necessarily. Uh, we have issues that need to be cured. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But you know, MRB may not be in that situation now where they're so-called curing people, but as you were saying that, I was thinking the Nation of Islam was almost like a, a docking station, like you'd go there to be healed. Mm. And, and, and and so some would say, oh, there's no religion in there, but there was a whole lot of healing going on. Mm. And mm -hmm. to go into an MGT series of classes, because you didn't go to one class, I mean, a series of right. different areas right. of study, that nowadays, you know, I look and I'm like, look at these Muslim sisters. We went to a class to teach you, this is how you put on your kimar. And we were taught what to wear underneath our clothes. A, a sister's properly dressed, and she has on this, this, this. There were sisters that would take you in the bathroom and see, take your kimar off. Let me see, did you wash your hair recently? What, you know, are you combing your hair just because you have on a kimar doesn't mean you don't comb your hair. There were different things that were taught to us how to interact with men. What to do when he doesn't have a, a desire to do things? How, you know, you don't hit him in the head, you know, nor do you berate him. So, so there was there's a way that we uh, were right. taught, and there was also a commitment to economic development in that community. Right. And we all were taught that we had a responsibility in that, so that you could see little children working right. in that in that community. Right. And so that for a man to come out of that community and not want anything, I don't know if you ever remember hearing Imam Warthin he used to talk brothers listen this dirt on the sidewalk there's a job for you right, make right, a job there's, right. there's, there's all kind of things you can do right. but it's in that upbringing that we had and in that training that taught us to look around for something to do not sit there and say there's nothing to do I don't know what I'm going to do now we yes. were taught to create an opportunity for ourselves rather than just which is why we sold that H and G fish and right. bean pops. Right, Shout and, and, out to the bean pops. That's right. <laughs> which this this conversation is going into discussions that you know me and Brother G's have offline, and really, well, we about to keep it raw in terms of like what our people need to do, you know. Right. And though we have an enemy or enemies, it doesn't discount our personal responsibility to ourselves, our families, and our communities. And this is what this brother, Brother G, really harps on, you know. So, we should go to some of the comments. Um, oh, yeah, I see. Yeah, your sister Taisha has a comment. Your sister has a comment. Okay. You know. Um, Hope I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, Sister Taisha, you know, said, very true, but if brothers are married to women who are not Muslim, and get around the rules and social norms, how will this be important to us as a fractured community? Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the problem. Again, that's, in the, that's part of the reason why you, as a Muslim man, might go outside of the community because even the small amount of expectations, the expectation to get married is, right. is an expectation that a Muslim woman has, like right, right off the rip. Right. And, and so, that he's going to pray. And that he's going right. to pray. He's going to get up and make salat right. at very right. least. Right. So, you know, those expectations are not necessarily there with an all-Muslim woman. They'll let you be their girlfriend and boyfriend for right. a while. You get the playhouse, you kick the tires a couple right. times, and whatever the case may be. So, um, again, that's where you always go to accountability. Right. 
you know so what we're talking about is essentially a fractured community it is no like I, I i remember talking to my man and said something about the most community he almost like you stop using these terminologies and i think and i and i appreciate that because just like when we were talking the other day you're like who's the emil and who's a and i'm like stop using these terminologies <laughs> these, these things don't really exist right. they they if you look up the definition of those things you will find that there's nobody that meets that criteria you right. know and so a community without guidelines, structure, and order, that's not a community. And a community that doesn't have, uh, uh, you know, just because you come and pray together, that does not make you a community. Right. So if you go to certain masses, there's 150 people praying at the same time. But as soon as they salam out, the Bangladesh God go that way, the Nigerian God go that way, mm-hmm. the Sudanese go go that way, and they go have their community right. in that in their co- corners and they donut shops. And the African Americans, we don't we kick it around and do our little talking and blah blah blah. But at the end of the day, there's very little responsibility, there's very little economic development, there's very little uh, uh, accountability within that community. I think those are the people who come with their culture. Yes. So culture. when the Indians go and have their conversation about what's, whatever concerns Indians, the cares and affairs of Indians, and the Nigerians are doing their thing, those people are taking care of business. And yes. that's when you can see that manifest in the world. You can see they have stores and they have businesses and, they, and they, they're able to come together as a group of men to make uh, make their community thrive. They understand their role in the community. Whereas the African Americans, you know, because again, our culture has been destroyed. We 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 are people without really a, a framework for culture. Right. We don't even know what to do when we get together and talk. Right. You know, you could have fifty African American Muslim men sitting around talking, and meanwhile, there's no there's no institution building. There's no Jobs, there's no right. economic development. Guys are uh, married to strangers. Nobody's kids is uh, uh, benefiting from right. these conversations. So, I think there has to be a, con- a realization that, um, you know, like my, you know, the, 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 the a realization that you can't have qualification. There's no qualified men if you don't have any objectives. Hmm. Say that. If you don't have any objectives then there's no qualification. Right. So when you want to do construction, they're going to say, you have your OSHA card. Right. You know, you want to drive a car, they say, you have your driver's license. Right. But if you don't got nothing to do, then what the hell is the qualification? But see, at MIB, they were literally, you know, at 13, brothers would begin to have certain training. And although it's not the Nation of Islam, and they're not... I mean, they literally had a whole program about what you should eat, and they yes. have a whole program till today about a fasting before Ramadan starts. This, you know, preparations, and and so it's one of the communities that's still mm-hmm. acknowledging the fact that we are broken people, right. that we're injured, that we're walking around hurt. Right. Just just by being here, we're walking right. around hurt. Something has happened to us that should not happen to other people. Right. Just the first day you went to school. Right. And so, you know, we do have to address that, and we do need to be retaught. You know, my Omi used to say we had to be taught how to eat with a knife and fork. Because we, you know, she, you know, old school, she said, you know, we were savages. We didn't know what to do. Right. You know, we, right. we thought we worked all week for somebody else and then got drunk all weekend. Right. 
you right. know. And so, I, I, but I still think that part of the issue is that we took on when the nation of Islam, you know, when, when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad died and the nation of Islam went into its transition, we, I think some of us took other people's culture as our own. And mm. so in the taking out of the chairs, right, and turning it into a musala, we threw the baby out with the bathwater. So now the sisters and the brothers are no longer in the same space. And we forgot that we were families. And so now it's, it's, it's Ramadan, it's the Eid. We can't even sit down with our husbands and our children. And so you don't even, as a single person, get to see a Muslim family coming together, right. laughing and talking. It's the Eid. We're eating. There might even be music on if that's what you do in your culture, right? right. But we, we don't even have that because we just took on somebody else's thing and didn't fill it with none of our own things. Exactly. So we don't even have examples a lot of times of how does a, a, a Muslim family look, a right. happy, successful, healthy Muslim family. That's, because we're busy trying to do two things at one time. That, that's that's very critical what you just said, Sister Medina. And, and you know, first shout outs to Salam to Imam Talib Abdul Rashid, MIV. That's one of my favorite, you know, uh, masters to go to in the city. And also, I want to shout out. No, I'm serious. I'm, I just had to give, put it out there. You hey, know, man, we all love you, man. Talib, yeah. Man. And Thank also, I, I got to shout out, you know, the community, Imam W D Muhammad, because at least they understand the importance of what you just said. You know, community and culture. You know, like the Eids. At the community, you know, the the, the community of Imam W D Muhammad, like that's like the places to be. Right, that's <laughs> right. right. You know that's what I'm right. saying? It's like the places to be. Right. You know, like I don't. There's not too many places I want to go. Right. Except you know, uh, uh, Masjid Khalifa in Brooklyn, and you know other affiliated, you know, uh, massage under that community. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, you know. Where do brothers go to get qualified? Well, I mean, listen. Great okay, question. so here we go. Here we go. I'm about to get on my house. Come on. Come on now. Get on All it. Right. Get on it. All right, so one of the things that, you know, I, as I did, as when I did study Imam WD uh, briefly, I, I, I have to contend that what I did uh, like about him is that he was very clear that we're Americans, mm -hmm. you know, and um, I think that as Muslims, a lot of our African-American uh, uh, pioneers um, may have had a bone of contention with that. There's always that revolutionary. That's right. My man, um, Fahim, is yeah. hardcore revolutionary. Yes, sir. Looking for sovereignty and independence That's right. and all that Autonomy, stuff. Autonomy, baby. It was promised to us. Right, it was promised to us. Come on. <laughs> I say kick, the, kick, kick that. Kick that down the road. <laughs> Okay, this is America, like my man said. This is America, all right? We're Americans. So, you know, a lot of us, uh, I've noticed that there's a recent trend. I don't know how recent it is, but there's a lot of African-Americans that are going like to the West African thing. Like, mm -hmm. well, we African, we to Jani, we going to mm -hmm. Ghana and all that stuff. But did not the Pakistanis who were once Indians create Pakistan? And so the, we could create they, it's, uh, it's uh, done. See, th see, this is the thing. Like Pakistan, whatever the case may be, India. These are people that are still operating on some cultural paradigm that mm -hmm. they understand. Mm -hmm. So we cannot, we have not been able to identify the fact that we are American. And American 
means something. America, like everybody, pretty much wants to be an American, except for us, you know. Um, and we have to take advantage and come to grips with that. So when you say what is qualification, what is qualification in America? You have education. Like that has always been a very important aspect of the African American community for those who have benefited from uh, being here, you know. So I don't think that even within our community, you know, you told me about the situation that we, you're a lawyer, you know, like you went to some match and they like, we don't have to know none of this stuff. Oh, she's just That's laughing, talking about what you need that for, you just need to know everything Right. So so wow. these so this so this is the type of problem that we have. We have we have African Americans who have convinced themselves that there's nothing worthy, there's no knowledge except for Quran and Sunnah. So there's no value in being a biologist, there's no value in being a lawyer, there's no except for when they have to go to a doctor. Right. Then you got. Then you need a, a biologist, or, or when you need to go to court, which everybody's in damn jail. So when you need a, a lawyer, you don't have a lawyer. A, right. You know, uh, my man Captain Sharif. Shout out to Captain Sharif. You know, he say everybody's busting his chops when he joined the um, um, uh, police force, NYPD, until they got in trouble. Right. Then yeah. it's like, oh, call Captain Sharif. You know, so that's where a lot of our immigrant um, counterparts. They don't have a problem with that. They know they came here to go to dental school. They know they came here to to, to, to get their PhD and to get their. Uh, this is a system. We're inside of a system. Okay, but go ahead. hold on I'm a with second you. now, because you got you got to remember what yeah. the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught us. Teachers, and and and, ta and he taught us that we could yeah. and that we should, if we understood the Quran create our own communities yes. of Islam, yes. right? Communities of Islam, so that you see you have Jewish hospitals, you have Mount Sinai, yes. you, yes. Have all the, you have a Methodist hospital, you have these different institutions. There is no Muslim hospital. Right. There's no Islamic hospital. Right. And this is, in everybody's tradition, is to create societies of their I don't, own. I don't, I don't think what I'm proposing is outside of what Elijah said. Mm -hmm. What Elijah said is that you have to know the laws in, in uh, the land. Sure. Of course. That's so right. you can't create no Mount Sinai hospital without knowing how to create, uh, how to how to circumvent or work within the building codes within the medical. Right. This is the medical industry, though. Of course. So you have. So we all know that particular group of people. They know the law of America, front and back. Right. So housing law, uh, building law, building codes. Mm -hmm. So when you're in the process of building buildings, you're gonna know building codes yeah. in you America. You know the Sharia as well. You can know that. You can know that, but that ain't that ain't gonna help you build no building. You, you knowing the Sharia is not gonna help you build a hospital in this country. Yeah, and that's yeah. where we at. So right. so so it ain't where you from is where you at. You here in America. Okay. So so even if you went to Timbuktu. They have their rules too. Absolutely. So, so knowing the sheriff ain't gonna help you build no, uh, build a, a hospital in Timbuktu. But, but you're talking about their own rules. But you're talking to people who were not asked if they wanted to be Americans. Listen, and that's that. that's Let's my that that's that. that's the no, issue that I have. By getting passive, but that's right. why we got PTSD. Right. You see, that's, that's like, right. You got PTSD because you stuck on that. No, because stuck on it. Now you Let's know what y'all gonna make me talk about R. Kelly. See, it's the same. <laughs> so, did I volunteer to be right. here because I haven't jumped out the window to leave? Right. Like, because I didn't jump off into the ocean to get away from from my 
my situation. Does that mean that, you know, I, I, I'm part of the problem because I did not run away? Right. I did not, right. you know, um, take a bullet. This is, right. yeah, we are here. This is where we are. Yes, However, right. you cannot, you know, p- push aside the, the injury of being someplace where you never said you wanted to be. You can't and, push, and, you can't and, push and, Well, I don't know. My family's yes. in Puerto Rico yes. right now. Yes. And, you know. Shout with out to the, Puerto Rico. Shout out to Puerto Rico and all my family. And so now the hurricane happens. And, and, and this whole thing about, so what y'all going to do with yourselves? And, you know, my family sitting around the table saying, but when did they ask us if we wanted to be Americans? Right. Is there someplace else we could go? Right. Right. I mean, and see, that is the... But we're, we're going to be, co- co- you know, right. colonized and, wherever we go. And I'm, I'm glad you brought that up, sister, because this is, this is, the, this is, this is whenever I feel. <laughs> well, see, I, am, but I mean, what does that mean? I'm nobody this, then, right? I'm nothing. This is, this is where, you know, you know, me and my brother always, you know, have bones of contention to pick with each other. It's like, how do you, how do you assimilate into a crime? Hello. Into a crime okay. that was perpetrated, willfully perpetrated. That there has been no redress by the criminals, so many of us don't want to assimilate into that. Now, what you're saying, which which is me, I'm forcefully like I am not trying to assimilate into a crime. Now, to your point, you know, knowing the building codes, what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was trying to teach us was that learn the building code so we could build our own nation. You know what I'm saying? So that is. That's that, exactly that, what he that's said. That's exactly what he said. That's why we had our own businesses. That's exactly we, what he said. Black people minute, have minute, more minute, businesses in his time than any that's other time in the question. history of black people. When you have you had your own business and you had to pay income tax. Did yes. you not pay your income tax? I did. To who? To the United States government. Yes. So the uh, United States don't care what you talk about as long as you pay the income tax. Right, so fine. You right, pay so your you own taxes, say, but there was a conversation about us buying enough of a piece of land yes. that we could create our own small, right. at, at least an attempt at self-sufficiency. Exactly. Even exactly. if you die trying, exactly. an attempt at self-sufficiency. Exactly. Exactly. I'm all for it. Right. Good luck. Uh, tell me how <laughs> that works out. You see, this is why we haven't been able to build our no, community. No, 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 no. That, that's not why. Because at the end of the day, what you have is you have to take baby steps. You have mm-hmm. to take steps. Mm-hmm. You have a bunch of people who either you're going to build your own nation or you're going to do a damn thing. And because this is so daunting, like nobody, when did the classes start on building your own nation when you don't even have the guys in the building code anymore? Well, like, I mean, if some of the brothers, no, some of them didn't know how to read. I yes. Hear you. yes. They didn't even know how to read. So he's going to build a nation. But he did did they not come out of there knowing how to read? Absolutely. That, that you absolutely. Came in there, you couldn't even get an X if you couldn't read. You had That's to learn right. how to read. Come on. You had to learn how to read. You even come had on. to learn penmanship. Right. That's right. Okay, let me ask you a right. question. What language did you have to learn how to read? English. So, back to my point. <laughs> That Let's is no let, point. Yeah, it is. It's <laughs> just proof that we were colonized. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, so sister. Denying that. No, but but I'm saying is, you have to come to grips with certain things. We speak English. We're not English. We speak English due to the fact that our people were kidnapped. At this point, we speak English. And even if you speak, speak Spanish, it's based on ki- being kidnapped. Right. Mm-hmm. And even Spanish is like a, a, a weird language. Right. So we have to deal with that. Let me, our, our ancestors, our particular ancestors, not everybody's ancestors, 
lived through that. I mean, I guess you, ha- in order to have an ancestor, somebody had to live. But there's groups of people that died in these different processes where they have no representative here right now. So we're all here representatives because somebody in our ancestry survived where someone else's did not. That's right. So we're here and we have to deal with what we have here. It does me no good to be stuck and looking for adjudication to what happened next. Because it ain't going to happen. So you think we shouldn't be looking for any type of retribution? We shouldn't be I'm not getting hung up on that. I'm making my own retribution. What you need to do right now is figure out what you need to do right now. I agree. And get your ducks in a row. If totally you want to build a building in 2025, somebody needs to know how to build a building. Absolutely. And you might have to go learn from a white man how to build a building. And you know what? That is so crazy. Else. Because I, I have lived in countries where... You, the three of us, the four of us decide, look, you need a house, I need a house, he needs a house. And we're going to take a weekend at your house. And as you buy your supplies, we do another weekend at your house, another mm-hmm. weekend at your house. And people are teaching each other small trades. Right. People in other countries, black people in other countries, there's nobody coming. Absolutely. They're not Americans. They're right. not British. Right. They're just themselves. Right. They are the slaves that were left with the piece of land that they were put on. Right. They didn't ask to come there. But there are ways, and you don't have to go to a white person. What I'm to saying is, them. you're gonna build some some bum ass house. Oh my goodness! Why <laughs> gotta be a bum ass house? At the end of the day, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, jump on this, brother. Please jump in. Give it to him. Respectfully, yeah, please do. Come on, jump in, brother. Give it to him. Jump in, brother. You don't wanna jump the kid? Yeah, jump in, jump in, brother. Come on. Oh man, thank you for it. Unleash the titan. Unleash the titan. Oh my god. Go ahead, go ahead, brother. Uh, <laughs> I like some of the points you shared too, uh, and you as well. And um, uh, addressing you yes, about sir. your thinking about how we can uh, accomplish what we will. Um, we don't need no pass or no. I mean, yeah, we in another land. We abide by the rules. How we still do what we, you know, we do what we do like every other people do what they do. We're not the only. You got other people who come here, other nationalities, other cultures, that you know, uh, went by the rules of the land and still was able to manifest, you know, their needs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it's the same thing for us. Just because we speak in English or just because we're here doesn't dictate uh, our will to create something for ourselves. Okay. So they have no power over us to, you know, stop that. And that's what Elijah Muhammad, not only did he preach and teach, but demonstrate. Yes, sir. So that is a living uh, witness to your ability to do for self. That wasn't just taught or, you know, uh, shared over the mic. That's an actual living uh, entity that was built there's people that was in the nation never went to uh, if you speak to a lot of the uh, elders from the first they whole existence exists within the nation they went to the dentist they went to the dentist that's right it was a brother they went to the store they went to their own restaurants and business even though it might have been small it was it was enough to be magnified 
There I were mean, tens of thousands I mean, of black men that never worked for anybody that's right. other than that's right. us. That's right. right. And, I've been and, in and, the, and there were more black African American entrepreneurs in the time of the, the, the heyday of the Nation of Islam. Entrepreneurs, people who could think a thought and make it happen because we have support amongst one another. And not only that, just, I just can yeah, I just add just to add to that as well. Just to show, give a visual of not only that, just on the intellectual level, you got uh, just to you know highlight some of the pronounced ones, and these are just the ones that's pronounced. You got Malcolm X, Louis Farrakhan. These are world, they became world leaders off a teaching that was exclusively from the teachings of Elijah Muhammad. Okay. They didn't go to Yale. They didn't go to Harvard. Right. They didn't go to Stanford. They didn't go to any of the Ivy League so-called uh, places of high education. And these individuals, taught by the teachings of Elijah Mom, was able to run circles around these very professors at these very schools. All right. Yes. I, I, I like, you know, it's very interesting. Um, so we're inside of a system. True. We're inside of a system. Yes. So in order to, just like your body, right? The human body is a system. When something gets inside of the human body that doesn't belong there, what happens to it? Your white blood cells, <clears throat> things within your body, attack it, neutralize it, and try to expel it. The yeah. system that we're in is no different. So... When you're every, let me finish. Everything that you're talking about, if you can organize a thousand men to buy fish and sell it, as long as you're using dollars, as long as you're buying gas, as long as you're paying Con Ed, as long as you're paying your taxes, as long as you are buying Ford trucks, and as long as you're paying. Uh, the Department of Agriculture, they do not give a damn what you do. But so what if they don't care? It's not about them caring. Exactly. What I'm saying is you are within the system. It's only in your mind that you think you're operating outside of the system. But we're not saying operating totally so outside of the system. So part of the nation, but wasn't it, wasn't, didn't they say, wasn't rule number 10 like we want our own land? Yes. We yes. want our own country? Right. Yes. Did that ever happen? No. No, not yet. Right. Not yet. You keep wishing but, it's, but see, it's, it's not. See, it's, the thing is that it's not about. <laughs> I love my brother. See, you talk about the system, right? The system is a virus, brother Idris. The system is a virus. The system is a virus. So there are. Here's a great quote from one of our brothers, brother Jabbar. I mean, because it's about bridging the reality. He said, "The reality is that those of us who have focused on the American dream." And those of us who have focused on reparations, etc., need to learn how to bridge our thoughts and desires together. Okay. At the root of the problem of the indigenous community is that we do not have one focus. We're not one body. And when your goals and aspirations are not aligned, success rarely follows. And I think that right. it's important that he said that because I'm of the I'm of the independence autonomy route. But I also re respect the, the the need for those of us who want to you know, work within, you know, the confines of America because there are, that's important too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, you know, like shit upon somebody's, you know, desires to try to get a house and all that other stuff. But there are those of us who don't want to see that as 
success. Or I, see, I, don't see I don't see that as success either. You know what I'm saying? So how do we rectify and bridge that gap? Because there are many of us, there's like millions of us who feel like how I do in Sister Medina do. And that's not going away. You know what I'm saying? Well, I think that that's why when you turn around and ask what's your qualification, you have none. Because you can't you can't come to an agreement. And when you turn around and say, uh, the monster is getting tossed out, it's only the foreigners that can come up with bread. Because they come as immigrants with the focus. Mm-hmm. And Negroes, Negroes, we, 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 we can have all these kind of illusions of grandeur. You know, I don't want a house, but I live in a I live in a, a building. Like, what are we talking about? Either mm-hmm. you're paying rent, you you live in something mm-hmm. right. that is. Uh, 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 you can't just go in the middle of Fuller Street and build a damn igloo. Mm-hmm. No, somebody but you know, gonna but knock you... it down. They're gonna tell you put, get these boxes up and get the hell out of here. But what we're but... saying is not that we don't want to live someplace. Right. But that's not my focus in life. Right. To buy a house for the the benefit of me and my children. Right. My focus would. Was... I, I hear you, brother, and we're gonna pray for you. But but I think that that for me, the yeah. way I was raised, that it, it there is a bigger picture. Right. And yes, I went to to an American law school and came out as an American lawyer. Right. But yeah. I was committed to still to my community yes. and my people yeah. and spending my money with my own people to support their growth and development. And I still believe that it's not from the Nation of Islam. It's in the Quran. Say that. And in the Hadith and the life of the Prophet of Islam so, so, so. that told us that his example was to create communities. Yes. Right? And so it's not a... F- and listen, if it's in the Quran, it's not a dream. Mm. Say it. Ooh. Okay, so Say now, that. You may not see it, brother, but if it's there, it's, it's real. And we can do that. And it, and I think, yeah, we have to come together and, and have some shared um, ideas. But what we need to do, some of us, is put aside that individual focus right, right. and focus on the greater good of everybody. Right, and right. and I and you know I have successful adult children. You can still be raised to care about the community even before your family but still get a good education. You you don't have to not be a doctor because you're Muslim, but you can dedicate your your work to our community just the same. And to add to to your point, I'm sorry brother because this yes. it goes yes. to add on to what she's saying. Please jump in. He said, Brother Jabal followed up. He said, I don't think it's about qualifications because many African-American Muslims are educated, making money, but we unfortunately have the myself mindset. How do we, how do we teach those who also, uh, how do we teach uh, uh, who have also to give back? Giving back is something that has to come, I think, from your upbringing. Mm. You have to be, I think, taught... The same way we were taught in MGT and, and, and you know in the FOI classes, taught where you belong in the world. And if you're taught that you're part, you're you're a spoke in a wheel trying to get to a certain place. Everybody doesn't want to go to the same place, and you don't have to come. But for those of us that believe that we that that, that we are of like minds and we want to be together, and we you know we have the similar goals. And we won't let the brother come use our hospital when we finish building it. He have to go to, to Mount Sinai. Very well, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, 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 and get their toes cut off. Yes. Rather than learn how to eat. Yes. You know, like right. we learn to eat to live. Right. You go there and just get your medicine. Right. Right. Brother. Yes. 
Um, and to add to the um, to the psychology here is the fact that um, you know the European or the Caucasian and that whole idea of you know the American dream. Let me get my house and you know my picket fence and my two point two children. You know, then that's the idea of I made it. And that's what a lot of us carry. Yes. And since we carry that idea, that's not a thought that comes from us. That's Ooh. a thought that comes from them. Say it. And when you have that type of thought, is it's anti you. It's a virus. And so that is the very problem with a lot of our brothers. They have that thought that this is this is the uh, criteria for me making and it's anti-black you know we, we like uh, mama said we hated ourselves that's right so he said why and, do you love the white man because you hate yourself because he gives you nothing why do you love the devil because he gives you nothing okay there and, you go thank and, you and 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 not and to show you how nothing <laughs> and to show you how nothing all confused <laughs> and to show you how nothing uh, that type of thought pattern is, just look at what they want. A house. The planet is a one million, uh, uh, 196 million, 940,000 square miles. And they just want a house. So it shows, it shows, it shows, it shows a thought pattern that is not, uh, or not in reality with nature. A house that the wind can blow away. Wait up. When. The Nation of Islam went to blow up Malcolm X, right? Oh, my God. The Nation of Islam did not go to well. Exactly. Okay. Now you're bringing in rumor <laughs> and all my this other stuff. My point is this. Yeah, exactly. Did, did, did this is exactly. live in a house? Yes, he yes, did. Yes, he did. A rented house. Did Elijah Muhammad live in a house? Yes, yes he, did. he did. Was it rented? No. No. So, did he have a home? Yes. yes. So, where is this? Where is the opposition? Where is your evidence that lack of... You don't have to have a house. No, you don't have to. You don't Nobody have to said that. Where, where did you get no, that from? No, when, you, when you sell papers, where did you, you get that fish, from? You don't have to have a house. Right, but do you get a house? You have to live somewhere. Right. So in order to get a house, right. But that's not the end of all a bill. Is you missing the principles? In order to get a house, in order to have a car, in order to have certain things, mm -hmm. you have to function. Right, you gotta sell bean pies. Right, so that was the lesson for the nation. Right, the the, the bean pie and the paper was a vehicle. Yes. Right. So you had some brothers that didn't have to do that because they had some talent. So if you was a bricklayer, no, there was brothers that didn't have certain talent or skills, but that came there. Like remember, no, y'all are all too young. Daily juices. There were these mm -hmm. brothers that created. The carrot cake recipe that yeah. this country had never was it, seen. Was that before. Captain Yusuf Shaw's juice? No, it wasn't the go. captain's juice. Oh, no, okay. no, but this, 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 this is what you're missing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but the these are examples of what we can do. The point is this. This is what you're missing. The point is this. In the creation of enterprise, yes. right, there are lessons to be learned. Right? And those lessons have to do with consistency, about um, customer service, right. interacting with people. Sales, going to get materials, producing something. Right. All of these things are um, fundamental principles that you will that will. So that's why if a person 
learns this in one field, he can apply that. So if you're a good salesman, you can sell anything. You don't mm -hmm. have to just sell bean pods. You can sell cars. You mm -hmm. can sell shoes. You right. can sell houses. Because there's certain things that you learn in that process. So the nation set up things, tools, instruments through which ideas and concepts are taught. So that's why a person like you who grew up in that paradigm, you can exist outside of that particular paradigm With those same because skills. you still have those principles. Right. Right. So it's about the principles. It's not about the, the cause. Like some people get caught up like, I want a car. But you see people with cars that don't know the principles. You can go get a lease or you can uh, sell drugs to get a car. It's not about the car. It's not about the house. It's about the process of doing. So when you don't have an ambition, when you don't want a house, when you don't want a car, then you don't have to learn any of those things. And what you have now is a bunch of people who haven't qualified. By qualifying, by going to school, school is mm -hmm. something that you have to be on time. Mm -hmm. You have to go mm -hmm. there for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. You have to show uh, the acumen, the ability to understand something from A to Z and pass a test to That's it. what we learned so, in the nation of Islam. Right. So if you don't have an instrument, a vehicle for that, mm -hmm. you will have a bunch of the dun -dun duns a mm -hmm. bunch of people that will call themselves and say, I am Muslim. Because all you got to do is say, Muhammad Rasulullah, and you right. get to the front row of Juma. Right? <laughs> Because you ain't got no job to go through. You could be in the front row right. and go get a throw. Away. There's no processes. So what the nation had, they created processes Absolutely. through which to, to test the measure of a man. Yes. So this society has those same processes. They have processes through which to test the measure of a man. Yes. So everybody has to go to first, second, third, twelfth grade. Yes. And in that, you can see who gets A's. Who fails? Who's at the lunchroom? Who's in the damn specialized class? So those men can't get no wife because they in the because you marry them. What's, what's your point? You marry them. My point is. Oh no, not me. Well, see, yeah. there you go. No, That's no, what I'm no, saying. Because, so this because I'm not. I, me and him would not be properly yoked. I right. did my homework. Exactly. So he can marry so the this girl. So this is what I'm talking about. She got to marry somebody. That's what I said. This is the problem. Is that the commoner behavior, the the behavior of those people who are the underclass of the society has been put to the front like this is mm. normalized right right and because right. really what happens in this society is that the, the 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 lifestyle of the upper echelon is kept away so that's not what you see every day what you see every day is the the dunta dunce the cardi b's of the world who have money and you say well she she she's successful and she doesn't know certain process because the system created her right and so what i'm saying is the nation is a vehicle that was created to teach black people these processes. A video stream went out, I think, because maybe I had it on the timer. Maybe the battery went dead. Okay. Th that, th that would, given a process, they were put through a process. And this was a tool, this was an instrument to, to test your measurement and purify the people. It wasn't necessarily about the being power. You had to be doing something. You couldn't do nothing. That's right. So, mm -hmm. so in doing something and having people, captains, lieutenants, right. watching you, training you, whatever, right. whatever, right. then right. you get to see who yeah. was there yeah. and who was present, who was popping. Right. Right? And then you get to elevate. Now you get to be a captain. Yeah. You get to be a whatever, whatever, right. whatever. Our community does not, we have this big lofty vision 
but you don't have any process to see who's a lieutenant. Who like anybody Agreed. who makes a lot get to be in the conversation, like right. we in a boardroom. Right. You need to be outside doing security because you ain't passed right. first grade. That's right. That's right. You were the dun That's right. I gave you fifteen bean pods. You ain't come back with the damn money. That's right. But they can't. You know, that's fair. <laughs> what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, we getting it, getting it twisted. This this Absolutely. this system, this system yes. has that. Yes. The nation had that. Yes. Sunni Muslims don't have that. Right. right. So where are they going to go to get training you, to become they're not going to They're not going to join the Nation of Islam. Well, right. no, that too. But and the Nation so, of Islam so, may not be the place for them. Right. But there has to be but, a place. But we're American, so that system that's already in place. If you don't have, you need to. This is a system that's already in place. Yeah, but we don't want this. You already in it. You're, yeah, you're but nuts. I still have the right to. Look, that I went down. and got that a degree, but you can survive. But what you know is the acumen. You have the ability to go in that room and represent yourself. You know what you're doing in there. So you cannot compare you to somebody who said, I'm a revolutionary. And you still didn't subscribe to any modality of of, of revolution. But see, in, in the in the in the old school in the nation of Islam, I don't know how it's done now. Yeah. But there were requirements that you have a goal in your life and aim. Everybody didn't do it, but there was a, a conversation about that, right. about your life, about your worth. Yeah. And so I think that the one of the problems is it's not the qualifications that there's no place to really get the training. Also. It's a lot of us is taking on the defeated um, thinking, mm. just like you shared earlier. You know, you don't. It's you know, I'm not gonna assimilate to a crime. I don't care how lofty you try to make it or how right. you know. what I'm saying how uh, you know uh, uh, convenient. Right. You know, you are going to put it in front of me. Right. You know. Uh, we not. We just not gonna accept it. Right. Now we would do what we need to do to survive. Just because if, if I go to China, if I go to Britain, if I go to Cuba, if I go to uh, Nigeria, I'm still gonna have to operate through the parameters of the government. Right. That still doesn't change my uh, determination to be or do what I want to do. Right. You know, everybody. You know, if the Chinese come to America, they still gotta abide by the law but that don't mean they change their culture they change right. their vision they change right. their exactly uh, they change their way of life exactly they assimilate to the thinking of the the the, the caucasian and his god and right. all that type of jazz right. no they come here they come here with a, purpose. with a purpose they come here they still you know they got their economic purpose they got their vision they got their thinking they, and they do it within the guidelines of you know the law other than that is void of anything. What you said is so purpose. So maybe that's a common ground that we can probably unite around. You know what I'm saying? It's purpose. Because if you still want to operate within the confines of the system or still want to be autonomous, but there still has to be, there's no purpose. There's no unified purpose. There's no qualification because there's no purpose. Right, right. Right. So, I mean, I'm glad you brought up that example about, you know, the Chinese and other people, you know, it's, there's a there's a shared purpose yeah. with existing that exists within their culture. Everybody's trying to come in. You got the Mexicans, yeah. you got the Yugoslavians, you got right. the Arabs, you got the the Chinese. Right. They still 
they operating within this boundary right. under the law of the boundary. Right. But everything else, that's it. They still <laughs> exactly. got their own food. Exactly. They got their medicine. They got their exactly. they, 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 they byways, their lawways. Right. They, 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 my, my point is this. The only the black man is the only one saying, hey, I'm going to accept this and this, this is me. I'm an American? Are you really serious? That's absolutely wrong. The black, man, the black man is the only one who is not, who, who, who isn't operating, not, not generalizing, but we're the only ones that do not operate the way that everybody else understands. When you come here and you follow the law, so it's like, okay, I got to become a lawyer, I got to become whatever, whatever. We haven't bought into that wholesale culture. Only thing we bought into wholesale culturally is that we dance NBA players and that we uh, could dance and make hip-hop music. Mm. That's what we bought into within the confines but that's, of the problem. That's, 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 so that's part of the problem. I, I was 16 or 17 and <clears throat> I wanted to go to college. This was a community-wide discussion. Mm. I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm so far back that a girl going to college was a big discussion. Mm-hmm. Where would she live? And then the decision was made. She needs to be married before she can go to college. And her husband needs to be responsible for her. She can't just go up to just go to college. That's right. So imagine. But for me, that's one of the best things that ever happened to me. Mm. That there was a discussion. So what happens when she goes to college? What does that do to the community? Will she come back and have her children here? And, and I felt like I had to make that commitment. Yes, I'm going to go to college, but I'll bring my children back here. Remember, Elijah taught, you know, when he was in the nation, a woman, she couldn't just walk out at night and go somewhere by herself. Right. That's, that's, if she don't have an escort, she ain't going. That's and bottom this, line. But see, now, the Sunnis still say that, but ain't nobody to escort you no more. Right. They tell you, no, sisters, it's dark. You need to stay home. And the nation of Islam, oh, well, it's dark. I, I need to come home and take you wherever you got to go. Right. Yeah. You see, sisters, new, they doing this, what they want to do, thing, you know, and that's because they have adopted the thinking of this Caucasian. Hey, she's she she could do what she wanted to. That's right, Drees. <laughs> He's just You're messing with you. And this 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 is this is the this is the idea. These these are the ideas that has morally degraded our community. Mm. Yes. You focus on yourself. You, you following you following the thought of this uh, Caucasian. You're gonna get the last words. You're gonna get the same thought that. Uh... The Bean Pie Chronicles is sponsored by Abu's Bean Pie Company, located on 1184 Fulton Street, Brooklyn. Who reminds you when you're craving that perfect bean pie? Choose Abu's.